Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. All his pony talk is going to be put on blast October 6th. Do you have a round in mind? As long as it takes. I believe one. He's a glass jaw. And I've seen this man wobble many times. I've seen his brother sparked unconscious in another promotion. I know he is afraid of a smack. And if you're afraid of a smack off me, a smack will feel like a double barrel shotgun. So, I believe the inside the force. Ma, 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 ma. You know what time it is. It's time for the majority decision. Come to you live from the great state of Texas right here on Bog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Greg Truth, and the host of the night is the Black Belt, Mr. Fayaz. So glad to have everybody tuning in with us. Hope you enjoyed our Friday show, and we're here to get right into all of the happenings from UFC 229. Fayaz, uh, a lot of stuff went down last night in Las Vegas, where do we start? Man, you know what, man? The card was pretty awesome. And then uh, I'm trying to figure out what happened to Khabib at the end of the fight. What do you think? What what do you think was going through his mind when he did that? All right, hopefully we're back. There are a little bit of technical difficulties. Fast, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. It, it, I think it was on my end. I think my my uh, Wi-Fi dropped it off. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> what I was saying was the I, I, my first initial thought was what a great win for Khabib, and these actions are probably going to get him disqualified. 
Yeah. I don't think he'll get disqualified. Um, the, you know, the, the only concern is, I don't even think he'll get stripped. The only concern is, is the athletic commission there letting him fight there again, you know, because he comes in on a visa and a green card to fight, you know, or a, a visa really. So, I mean, uh, that, that would be the hardest thing for him, you know, have it. But I don't. I don't think they're not going to take it away from him. They're not going to strip him or anything like that. But uh, I don't know. I I can't figure out what was going through his mind, man. Uh, I don't. I don't understand why he would do something like that. Yeah, I mean it was. No, I mean it's pretty pretty ridiculous for that to happen, for them to even go there. I mean, you know, a lot of people were asking the question, and some of the discussion that I saw on the internet was. You know, the trash talk, even Ben Thomas, um, you know, former UFC fighter, he, he was he, he made the comment that, you know, all this trash talking and stuff, it, 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 it doesn't do any good for the sport. Um, it makes it personal when it should be business. I mean, that that's not exactly what he said, but he was kind of paraphrased, just to kind of paraphrase it. Basically, what he said was what yeah. to do with all this super personal trash talk. And, and the trash talk did get super personal. So, I mean, is, is there a line? And, and, and if there is a line, should it be enforced by the UFC? Well, I mean, come on now. I mean, fighters, prize fighting has been going on for years before the UFC. You think that all the smack talk is new? I don't think any of it's new, right? It's just, it's just verbal warfare. It's just selling the fight. Yeah, maybe they do hate each other, but it's just selling the fight. But how do you, after you win, right, how, how are your feelings still hurt after you made the guy tap in front of millions of people? On top of that, not only did you make him tap, right, you're 27 and 0, and you've never even lost a round in the UFC, let alone, let alone a fight. I mean – what was all the other stuff for? And everybody says, well, you know, Connor does it too. And yeah, so what? <laughs> he didn't win the fight, though, did he? He didn't win the fight. I mean, could be, could be played the humble. Could be played the humble. You'll see. I'm going to take the high road, you know, game the whole way through. And then he does that crap at the end. And then his excuse is, well, he said some bad things about me and my family. So I don't understand. You got verbally bullied. I, I don't. I don't get it, man. I, I just. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand why his feelings are hurt. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense to me either. I mean, because my approach personally would be like, I assume would be close to yours, and that's why you know I really don't care what anybody else thinks. You know, right. about me personally, yeah. in general, right? Right. I mean, right. you know, to right. a degree, but you know, maybe that maybe this is not a guy that's wired like that. You know, you you go in pretty hard on on his dad, on his country, you know, on his uh, personal belief. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I. I mean, I, I tend to agree with you and say, well, yeah, you know, who cares? It's just it's part of the game, right, that that's what you signed up for. But, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe family can stay out of it, you know. Maybe maybe you should leave family out of your, 
your showmanship in terms of trash talking and that kind of stuff. Sure. But I mean, maybe he's not wired that way. He's 27 and 0. Surely mental fortitude is there somewhere, right? I mean, and on top of that, I mean, he, he went in and did what everybody thought he was going to do, and he did it, man. He did it. I mean, he just, it, it, it wasn't, he didn't have trouble with it. It didn't go to decision. It wasn't one of those deals. You know, nobody robbed him of anything. It was, he went in there. He said, "All right, you're going to run your mouth. I'm going to show you how to. I'm going to. I'm going to show you how I fight." And he went in there. He did it. He made him quit. That's plenty, man. I mean, you don't need to do all the other shit and lower yourself to the other guy. I don't think. But that's just. But that's just my opinion. I don't know, man. Yeah, that, that's the way I look at it. You know, they're they're both at fault for it. You know, no Connor's no angel by any means. Not at all. But you know why lower yourself? Why lower yourself to that, right? When you came in and you proved the point, you proved that you were the better man, you know, and you did it. You did it in very convincing fashion. Well, you know, I think I think Connor, I think Connor is, and I don't mean this to sound the way that it is. I think he's fake, right? Like I, I think he gets up there and he runs his mouth. And he knows exactly what he's doing. I, I think oh, absolutely. if you sat down for dinner with Conor McGregor, this guy is probably nothing like he is when you've got a microphone in front of him at a press conference. So, you know, he, he's he's definitely, to me, playing playing a game. But back to what Khabib did is just jump okay, one um, – what did Frosted Tips – Dennis say to him I want did he say something to him have you heard or, or read anything I haven't read anything and that's who he went after I mean, he basically tried to drop kick him off the top rope <laughs> I mean and uh <laughs> you know did that guy I mean sure what did that guy say to him that caused him to not just yell back but to jump over the cage and then leap into a crowd of people you know like he's Sean Michaels or something. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You, you know, I, I think back to when uh, Dillashaw and Garbrandt, the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Where where Garbrandt almost finishes him, and then Dillashaw makes it out of the round, comes back, and then knocks him silly, and then screams in his face, right? And I think it was Dillashaw's brother or somebody standing outside the cage said something to Cody and you know but you didn't see Cody and his little you know and you want to talk about a dude who's who's sensitive and takes things personally right I mean that guy you know that guy sold his his part of the promotion on that and he didn't jump over the cage and you know freak out you, you know and all that I, I just uh you know, I don't know, man. I I think when you're the guy who's 27 and no, you know, there there doesn't need to be uh, there doesn't there, there doesn't need to be a uh, a reminiscence of the Hardy Boys after you win your fight, right? No no jumping off the cage and swan diving into somebody. It's uh, there's there's no need for that. It's uh, but I don't know yeah. what Dylan Daniel said to him. You know, that's. 
Yeah, I, I don't know why Dylan Dance would even be talking shit after his guy lost. I mean, what was the point in that? So, I mean, everybody's kind of, you know, everybody's at fault. Maybe, you know, maybe he went a little bit too far, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you won. You still got a spotless record, and it doesn't really mean anything, you know? Well, I know um, three guys got arrested, and apparently three guys got fired from the UFC if they had contracts from Khabib's um, crew or mafia or, you know, whatever they do from over there. And then <laughs> Connor, Connor, refused to, uh, Connor refused to press charges, um, and yeah, the reason correct. was – the reason that he did was because Connor actually, uh, in the scuffle in the cage, Connor actually threw the first punch, which a lot of people immediately did not know. And um, so that that was the reason why he didn't press charges. But you know, again, it it really just both of those guys sh- should know better. And and honestly, I mean, in in the other loss, I mean, if you remember, uh, Diaz, the loss to Diaz, Connor was. Um, quite humble and in defeat. And uh, I was assuming that that's what was going to happen this time around. Um, but, you know, Khabib tried to eagle his way out of the cage. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, he flew out of that cage, didn't he? Man, that was, that was pretty nuts, man. That was pretty nuts. So thoughts on the fight and itself. I mean, we talked about it Friday and, you know, I mean, it pretty much, so he, I, that, it went the way I thought it was going to go. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, but I was surprised. So I went to Brew Wings to watch it, um, Saturday and it was the same Brew Wings that I go to when I do go there to watch, uh, USC fights. Typically there's openings, there's chairs available, tables available. This time it was a four hour wait. There was no open tables. It was completely packed, completely packed with people who legitimately thought that Conor McGregor was going to win. Um, I, I don't, I, I just don't, our people, some people are just in McGregor la la land, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, pro, yeah, I'll say this, you know, props to Conor for after two years coming back and taking a hard fight, right? I mean, he could have came oh, in yeah. taking a couple of tune-ups. He could have came in taking a couple of you know a couple of tune-ups, and then went. But you know, as the camp went on, you know, there was a lot of talk of him really not training for wrestlers and things of that nature. And I don't know what he expected that fight to be or what he thought it was going to be, but that should have been his whole fight camp. Was hey, you're. <laughs> I'm going to lay on top of you while you're on your back and you just get up. And we're going to do that over and over because we know you know how to punch and kick. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but, uh, you know, from the get-go. And, to, you know, towards the middle of the fight, he actually started stuffing a couple of those, you know, takedowns and getting back up. So it's like he started to wake up. But, you know, when you're gone for two years and you come back against the guy who – you know, has never lost a round. I mean, that's uh, there's something to be said about that. You know, you you've got to you've got to really you got to work for that, man. You got to train for that, and it's like you said, eight years 
just in the last two years, he could have wrestled every day for eight hours. He probably still wouldn't have been able to stop that takedown. Yeah, one of the things that I was pretty shocked at was um, Khabib actually dropped McGregor, caught him with a nice little shot. He sure uh, did. That was definitely something that I that I didn't think I would see. And also in the middle of the fight, around the end of the second quarter, the third quarter, I felt I felt like the third quarter they kind of they both kind of took the, the not quarter but rounds the the third round. I felt like they both maybe kind of took that off a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I but I was still. I was as I'm watching the fight. I'm still getting worried because I'm thinking that uh, Khabib is getting a little too confident on his feet, and he did right. try to box with him a little bit. And I'm like, man, that's and a mistake. He, he He's going to get shots. caught. Yeah. He did. He took a few shots, and uh, you know, but I don't know if you noticed when he felt like it was getting a little uh, too crazy for him. He just went right back to what he was, you know, what he knows, and uh, it's. I mean, that works for him, man. I mean, it, it works for him. I will say this, though. If anybody saw Khabib fight Barbosa, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, it was uh, – Connor defended a lot of the shots in the beginning. It wasn't until towards the I think, – I think at the end of the day, <laughs> cardio is what really beat Connor. Because he, re- he really didn't get ground and pounded too bad. Not that – not that I could see. Now there was like one or two moments I think where he he got nailed some really tough times, like at the end of the first or somewhere in the first, and maybe a little bit in the second. But yeah, beyond that, it wasn't. It was really just a he just got controlled on the ground. Uh, I mean, right. until until he got his back and right. squeezed his neck off. But <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, it was a good fight and. and Credit to Conor McGregor because I expect that when Conor McGregor gets ready to fight again, he's going to want a rematch. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, I don't think he should get one right away, but uh, you know, I think he should. I think he should have one or two fights before he gets it again. I mean, you know, this, yeah, this so, whole thing about let's give guys, you know, immediate title fights after they've been gone for two years. And, yeah, I mean, it's. You know whether whether you got stripped or you defended or you lost them, it doesn't matter, man. I mean, you shouldn't get it. Well, I think I think probably what's going to end up happening is I think that the athletic commission is probably going to suspend Khabib, probably six months, nine months. During that time, Congress probably going to get another win, and just around the time that Khabib's ready to come back from the suspension. Connor will be coming off a win, and that'll set up pre-match. That, that's kind of what I think is going to happen. I, I think, you know, the UFC is not like not like what it used to be. Um, you know, I mean, because I totally get it, right? I mean, I understand. You know, you shouldn't get an immediate rematch. You know, they, they overdo that a lot. But yeah. the reality is, again, that they're just trying to make money. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> you know, true. They, a lot of times they're throwing those logical ladder rankings out the window in favor of let's cash the biggest paycheck that we can. I'd, I would rather see Ferguson up for the next title fight, man. That guy, at least I know that guy's bringing it all. You know, he's bringing wrestling, he's bringing his elbows, he's bringing all of it, man. And, uh, you know, that, that that's who I want. I think, I think him and Pettis stole the show, actually. By far. By far. 
I mean, when you beat a man so bad that that, that you're covered in the other guy's blood, I mean, that's, Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. I mean, for those of, those of you who don't know, that Tony Ferguson was not cut last night. That was all Pettis' blood all over Tony Ferguson's face. That's how bad he cut him up. Yeah, and it was a good fight, too. It was exciting. I felt like uh, Pettis came out a little flat in the beginning, and then he kind yeah. of settled into it. And then, of course, once he got cut, he was actually cut. He had a hairline cut on one side and then a cut, like, right above his eye on the other. And yeah. uh, the blood was actually flowing there for a moment. I thought he was going to finish him. Um, I'm trying to think of the sequence. I can't remember at what point of the fight it was, but he, he had hurt Tony, had him down. Tony was getting up and I expected Pettis to jump on his back and choke him, but he didn't. And I think Pettis actually mentioned that after and like, I don't, I don't remember where I read it or where I heard it, but uh, you know, that he wished that he would have jumped on his back and went for a choke yeah. instead of letting him stand up. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. It might it might have been different, but uh, Ferguson's no slouch on the ground. I think that might have just given no. him another chance, more chance to recover. But, yeah, maybe the fight would have went on, you know, versus it being over so quickly. But that alone could have been a main event by itself. Yeah, that was a great fight. I mean, probably two of the best rounds arguably all year, I, I would think. In terms oh, of guys yeah. just going at it, going after each other constantly, Ferguson constantly moving forward, and um, yeah, it was it was a great fight. I, I hated that it ended with an injury. Um, I would yeah, like definitely. to see that fight just finish itself out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, at the end, I think Pettis loses that fight, but I, I mean, still yeah. though, it, it was still a crappy way to. He broke his hand. I mean, crappy way to finish the fight. Uh, Would have been cool though to see that last round and see how it panned out. Another pretty interesting fight to me was the the Derek Lewis fight. Uh, <laughs> Lewis is losing the entire fight, getting the hurt. Entire fight. Seeming like every punch that he got hit with seemed like seemed to hurt him. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, knocks the other dude's mouthpiece out of his mouth. And yeah. that's a wrap. I mean, come on, Volkov, man. Why Why did he not – I mean, he almost finished Derek Lewis probably, what, two or three times every round. Mm-hmm. Had, him, yeah. had him buckled over, never would throw a knee at him, never would kick him. It was almost like he was worried about the punch that he got caught with in the last 10 seconds of the fight. I don't <laughs> – man, that was cr- – you know what I mean? Like, it, it was crazy. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like it. <laughs> And then Derek Lewis said it himself, man. I'm he goes, forget about forget about title shot. I'm gonna sit my butt down and uh, I'm gonna do some cardio. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's a character. He's lost a lot of weight, man, but uh, he just his his cardio is horrible. Yeah, and I, I and I was impressed with Volkov. I felt like he was a, he was extremely accurate in his striking. Um, you know, I thought he used his, his height and his length well. Um, I was disappointed that Derek, you know, I was thinking Derek Lewis is going to lose. <laughs> and, but, yeah. uh, you know, he pulls it out of nowhere. What about Dominique Reyes, man? This is a guy that uh, only a second fight in the UFC against a very tough Ovin St. Preux and uh, just basically goes out and dominates him. 
I actually I picked Dominic Reyes in that fight because to me Ogun St. Prue is more athleticism than technique and uh, Dominic Reyes displays a little more technique and uh, hit, and he was even smaller than St. Prue and he still went out there and dominated him it was uh, that was a nice showing by Dominic Reyes in that first round the significant strike count was something it was like 61 to 6 or something like that. Right. Yeah. Just absolutely I mean, it, ridiculous. It was it was crazy and if you if you watch that when they run that back in slow motion, man, St. Prue didn't know where he was. He was getting hit so many times. I mean, uh Dominic Reyes is a quick light heavyweight. I mean, he's 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 quick and he's agile for a light heavyweight. That's uh you know, those are few and far between. That's hard to come by. And then to kind of finish off the main card of the fight, Michelle Watterson uh, gets a unanimous decision victory over Felice Herrick. Interesting that the scores, you know, we, we all know MMA judging. So we've got a 30 to 26, a 29 to 28, and a 30 to 27. Yeah. Talk about all over the board. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. Did it did it seem like to you that Felice Herrig wore herself out with the game plan that she tried to she tried to uh, inflict there on Michelle Watterson? It, it almost looked like yeah. she wore herself out trying to hold Michelle up against the fence so that she wouldn't have to fight her at range. Yeah, you know that's a good point. I think the the, the pressure against the cage did seem to kind of work against against Herrig, and she she did kind of maybe slow down a bit there. Yeah, definitely. But uh, Michelle Watterson's coming along, and you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can see her move up and get a title shot. Man, she's uh, she's starting to put some wins together. So, if you had to match up the next fight for the light heavyweight division, I mean, I think assuming we don't know what's going to happen with Khabib, let's just. I think Tony Ferguson against either Connor or Khabib, that's the direction that that they've got to go. Yeah. I think, you know what, I, I think you're right, man. you got to give it to Ferguson, man. That dude's an absolute warrior, and you know he's going to put on a show. You know it's going to be a fight when Ferguson shows up. You know he's going to make weight. I mean, you just know. Either way, either way it goes, man. I'd love to see him and Khabib. They tried to put that fight together three times before Khabib was champ. I mean, it should, uh, you know, it's it's got to come together sooner or later. But even if you give him Connor, man, he's dangerous for Connor too. I mean, he, he he's just going to keep coming forward, and uh, I don't know that, you know, I don't I don't think Connor's bigger than he is either. So. I don't know if you noticed, but Connor has a, a hard time putting guys away that are about his size. You know, I was just about to bring that up. Um, this was only Connor's second fight against a, a light heavyweight. I mean, if you throw out the Diaz fight, um, you know, because they both both those fights were at one seventy, I think, right? Yes, that is, yes. Um, so if you kind of throw out that fight. This was really the only only his, his second fight against a real true light heavyweight and lightweight. Yeah. Can we say maybe the power is not really there? Defy yeah. against some of these. 
bigger guy. Well, you can't, you can't. Well, you can't say. I mean, look at the way he pieced up Eddie Alvarez, right? I mean, Eddie Alvarez, Eddie is Alvarez a small lightweight Eddie though. Eddie Alvarez is, is a smaller lightweight, right? But then when you put him up against a lightweight, you know, Connor. That's always been Connor's thing. He's always been big for the division, right? Yeah. But when you, when you put him in front of Khabib, they're about the same size. Khabib might even be a little bit bigger. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, you know maybe your power doesn't translate when the guy's as big as you, right? I mean if if you're not punching the smaller guy anymore, your power may not translate from 45 to 55 because a lot of those guys you know they're cutting from 70, 80 to get to 55, right? So it's a uh, maybe maybe it doesn't carry with him. Yeah, it, uh, like I said, I mean, I I love the fight with Ferguson. I, I love the idea of that fight. Um, really, anybody in that top five, I think, is is would be good for Connor. But um, you know, hey, two shows in the books. I don't know who knows where we go from here. But I hope everybody that's listening has enjoyed the two special editions of the Majority Decision. That's right. And uh, <laughs> so certainly. If you like it, share it. Tell somebody about it. Check us out on on Facebook and on uh, Twitter at Majority MMA. And uh, everybody out there who uh, enjoys the fights, uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Yep, because we enjoy them too. Absolutely. We're out. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.